Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. So we are going to be uh, staying in the, on the topic of position. And, and actually Minister Malcolm had, uh, he started as often position to remain. And this was like, I think a prayer point so um, I've been asked to really kind of just expound upon this. And so I wanted to share what the Lord has spoken to me about remaining. And I wanted to find remain. And remain means to continue to exist, especially after other similar or related people or things have ceased to exist. So um, that word, like continuing to exist after others have ceased. How many of us know believers that have ceased to exist in Christ which we're talking about remaining in him so how many I know I, I know I know some folk and um I'm sure you know um I'm not happy to know folk but there are people that that are falling away from Father Son and Holy Spirit um but but God has chosen us to remain in him and so that's what it is to to remain means to continue in him um so when we're talking about remaining we're talking about about continuing to exist and remain in Christ and when we are existing in Christ we are to existing in the Father um in Acts 17 28 it says for in him we live move and have our being so our existence our we live we are existing in the father and in the son at the same time and when we are in Christ he is in us we are in him and it's in in the father so it says in John 14 20 the verse reads at that day you will know that I am in the father Christ is in the father you he's speaking to us we are in him and he is in us. So there's an there's there's all this coexistence that is taking place. We are in Christ. Christ is in the Father. Christ is in us. Um, how many of us have had moments when maybe others couldn't tell though that Christ was in us, <laughs> um, or that we were in Him, right? So there are some areas that God is still pointing out in us that He He is um, showing us that don't quite mirror Him. It's like we were in this, um, last year, we talked a lot about this death that was taking place. And I believe God, I know for myself, God was killing a lot of stuff. I mean, he was exposing big things and killing a lot of big things, but there are still some little areas that he is still like allowing light to, to shine on to say, like there's, there's still parts that I need to iron out. There's still some refining that I need to do. And so for, in order for us to mirror him and mimic him and replicate him, we have to remain in him. Our position in him um, allows, it gives Holy Spirit the opportunity to speak to us about those parts in us that are not quite um, mirroring him, replicating him. And so what does it look like to remain in him, to be in his word? to remain in his word, to remain in prayer, to remain in communication with him, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to stay in step with him, obedient to him, to remain in fellowship with him and with one another. That's what it is to remain in Christ. Um, I wanna look up other synonyms of remain. Um, one, in, one synonym is endure. <clears throat> I didn't define this. I didn't look up the definition for endure, but 
to endure, like the to to endure, like go the long to to stay long standing, to be steadfast, to be able to um, remain in a position for a long period of time, to last in that position, to stand. These are, these are synonyms of remain, to continue in and to abide. Now I wanted to kind of hit on the word abide. I'm gonna be flip-flopping between remain and abide. And abide, uh, to define abide, there were three definitions, but the one we're gonna focus on is to continue without fading. Um, so literally, the seed, we are in spring. And for those of us who live um, in states where the seasons actually do change, we have four seasons. Um, we get to, um, you know, it's really cold and we just want it to go to hot because it's so cold. Like I live on the New Jersey, New York side and it can get 20 degrees. That's cold. But cold. God is like, hold on. Yvette, I think, can you mute? Ooh, so sorry. <laughs> no worries, babe. No worries. Um, but yes, God, God wants us to hold on. Like we, we want to go from one season, one extreme to the next extreme, from hot to cold, from cold to hot. And he's like, hold on. I need there to be time in the middle. There's a middle season called spring so that he can reset some things. So I live on the East Coast. And so we've experienced 50 degrees. And then we experienced 70 degrees. And then it went back down to 60 and then it hopped up to 80. And so this is what happens when it hits like that 80 degree mark. And that's hot, by the way. People literally have on shorts, tank tops. It's not summer. We're still in the season of spring. But because it hit 80 that day, they have um, they've adjusted what they're wearing to that day. But then when it goes back to the 50s and 60s, they have not adjusted back to the 50 and 60 clothing. They're still coming out in shorts. They're still coming out in, in shirts with no jackets. And the, and the reality is, is that um, they're getting ahead of the season. Yes, it got hot for one day, but the season is still spring. It's still an adjustment season. It's not time for it to be summer yet. They're, they're, they're getting ahead of where the season is based off of a glimpse of what's to come. So praise God. Um, I'm trying to find where I am. We need spring because nature needs time to reset. Our bodies literally need time to reset and adjust to the weather. When we go from one extreme to another extreme, it can trigger illness in our body. So time to adjust is necessary. Trees cannot go from being completely barren winter to being completely fruitful. There is a, there is a, there's a, there is a process that happens between the barrenness and the fruitfulness that is necessary so that when the fruit comes, fully grown fruit, it can remain, okay? So a lot of us have received promises from God verbally, 
There are written promises in his word. We went to the merge. We received more word. We got a glimpse. God has has shown us or given us a glimpse of what he wants to do or release us into and how he wants to use us or things that are to come. But we can't get ahead of God like people do when it gets one day of 80 degrees and they never go back to allow their bodies to adjust. We cannot get anxious for what God is about to do. It is close though, y'all, but it's not yet. We have to pay attention and be mindful about the season that we're in and remain obedient in remaining in him. So to remain, to abide, to continue without fading. Um, I wanna go to John 14. And John 14, 20 says, again, I am in the Father, you are in me, I am in you. Let's jump to John 4, 15, verse 4. He says, abide in me, Christ is speaking, abide in me, meaning remain in me, and I'll abide and remain in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can we unless we abide in him. Why, why, are we, why have we been positioned to remain? Because there is fruit that's going to come from our lives that also has to remain. And if we are not remaining in him, the fruit that's going to be that's going to come from will not remain. The fruit that's to come from us will not remain unless we are remaining and abiding in him. God is calling us to be lights. I know we've heard that at the merge. He's been speaking that so like this is arise shine of Isaiah 60. Arise shine, your light has come. He's going to be bringing people to our brightness, but it needs to be so that our brightness and our lights are not flickering. And I don't know about anybody else here, but I've had flickering light. <laughs> I got some people who are, um, who have been hurt by my words and others who've been blessed by my words. That's a flickering light. But he's saying, I need you to remain in me, abide in me, because there are things that I am still doing on the inside of you. Let's go back up. Let's go to, uh, John 15, verse two, let's just go up a couple verses. And I'm just going to start where it says every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. So here we are again. And yet another pruning season, but it's a good thing because there has been fruit. We've been bearing fruit, but now he's cutting away things so that we can bear more fruit. There's a fine tuning that God is doing with us. And our remaining in him is, is, is necessary. <laughs> so here's the deal in spring. We tend to think about um, things growing again, things springing up. He's doing a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. Spring forth. But he is doing a new thing. He is. But the, the thing that the Holy Spirit is highlighting for me in this season of spring is the adjustments and the resets that he has to do in us. So that the new thing can remain. 
Every time I have given a word this year, I've, I've repeated what Apostle Kai has said, we're going, we've not been this way before, and we've not been this way before. There's a whole new way and he's got to adjust us and reset us so that the new way is our way of being, is our new way of being. So just like in the natural, he has to reset time and spring happens, clocks gotta get reset. He has to reset nature. Like I said, trees just can't go from barren to fruitfulness. There's a, there's a process of adjustment and reset in nature. And in, in, in the cold, in the cold areas, birds, they migrate away. So now birds gotta take time to come back and get reset in their place. Now that it's warm again, it just doesn't happen overnight, right? And he also has to reset our physical bodies to be able to adjust from cold to hot. And it is extremely important that we don't get ahead of him and that we remain in him. Again, those, there are things that God has spoken. There's vision he's given, there's a glimpse. We were able to step into it. And then he said, now hold up, let me pull you back. You got to step into that one day at 80 degrees. I mean, hold, let me pull you right back because I got some adjustments to still do. He's still tweaking some things. He's refining and fine tuning things on the inside of us. He needs us to literally rest in this, in this season, rest in him. For some of us, he has to reset the meaning of rest. He's had to do that for me. And we have to allow him to make the adjustments because he needs to reset our thinking. He needs to reset our value system. Some of us still don't quite value ourselves. He's got to reset the way we see ourselves. He has to reset the way we see him, the way we um, see other people. He has to reset the ways we've been moving, talking, operating, going. Me, I'm, I've been a person that has made decisions on the go. And he's like, oh, no, we got we to gotta stop. You need to stop. You need to stop because I got to reset you. The way I've done relationships, he's got he's to reset me. He wants to reset the way we relate to people, how we relate to our family. How are we relating in marriage? My parents have been married all my life. But the, but what the example that was set has made me afraid of and been okay with my singleness. I'm actually been one that's been like, I'm cool, I'm, I'm good, stress-free. He's like, but that's, <laughs> I've not ordained that for your life. So I have to reset and make adjustments. Reset your heart, reset your soul. The children of, of Israel got delivered out of Egypt. They were in the wilderness to get reset. Their mindsets, the way they moved, who they worshiped, how they worshiped, what they ate. God needs to reset what we eat, y'all. How we eat. When, like, he wants to reset everything in our lives. He reset 
Um, even, I mean, even brought, my gosh, he reset a lot of things for them, how they were living, what they were allowing. The law all of a sudden was like, oh, there's sin because of the law. But he had to, he had to re that word recalibrate. I told my friends last night, God wants to recalibrate me. And I was like, wasn't that the word Providence Earlene gave us at the merge? He wants to recalibrate some things because we'll talk y'all, our settings have been off. They've been off. We've been set by how we were raised. We've been set by what we've witnessed We've been set by what we've heard. It has not been the word. It's not been kingdom. We've been set by TV, movies. We've been set by bad relationships. We've been set by, um, my gosh, even just peer pressure, school, high school, college, those things set and and. God, I got to reset everything. We've been set by, by abuse. We've been set by hurt. We've been set by being mishandled. God, I got to readjust and reset. I'm fine tuning. He's, he's delivered us from a lot of things, but now just the little tweaks so that our light can shine bright and remain. He wants to reset unbelief. He needs us to know who he is. He needs to reset how we view him. There, there are adjustments that have to be made about how we view the father. When bad things happen around us, when people pass, he's still good. He wants to reset how we deal with money. He wants to reset how we're raising our children. Because I'm going to turn to it right now in Matthew 15. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm sorry, it's not Matthew 15. It's Matthew 5. He wants to reset us because, again, we got to be those lights that are not flickering, but that are shining bright. Why? Because he says, you are the salt of the earth. Verse 13. He doesn't want us to lose our flavor. And then verse 14 says, you are the, the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. He's not going to hide us. He's going to put us in front to be light, to mimic him, to replicate him to represent him and the fruit that we bear, it must remain. And so we can't ignore this season of adjustment, the season of recalibration, the season of reset. It's something that we have to choose to yield to. He's not gonna, I dream of genie us twitch his nose and we're reset. Nope, we have to yield to the season. We have to yield to the new. Soon as we got back from the merge, my mind went back to what I did before. Oh, let me move. Let me go back because I know I can make these moves. And he was like, oh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm changing. I'm doing a new thing. 
I'm, I'm resetting your, your, your mindset and, and even how you move, how you operate so that what I'm doing remains. So that we're not going back to, 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 to mimicking the world. This time of abiding in him. He, he's instilling things in us so that we really um, are deposited with, with truth and that the truth remains that his way is best. His way is best. His way is truth and life for us, not our way. Sometimes we receive a word and we want to run with the word. Yes, but hold on. Slow down. His way. God, let me, how about this time I stop and not just make a decision. Let me let you reset me. Let me listen to you. Let me rest in you. Let me rest in what you're doing. Even if in this season he's stripping some things, it's okay because he's doing something. Yield. Yield. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'm just listening for Holy Spirit if there's anything else he has. Allow him to do the work. Rest in his arms. He's a good father. He wants to even reset how we trust him. For some, he still needs to reset our speech. How we're speaking of others, even how we speak about ourselves. How we speak about our circumstances, he needs to reset. And our ability to deny our flesh, to be humble, to honor, to walk in the spirit gives him the room to reset so that the reset becomes again our new way so that we can remain. We are positioned to remain in him so that what he puts in us can remain. And I'm reminded that the children of Israel, they wouldn't, they, they didn't get rested in his way because it didn't look like what everything else was going on in the world it didn't look like what the world had they didn't get rested in his way he wants to recalibrate reset and readjust so that we get so comfortable with his way we're not um trying to go to the right or to the left or veer off the way i remember christianity actually was called 
the way in the New Testament. And the children of Israel, they had everything and yet they still wanted a king. And God is like, I am the king. So I just wanna close a prayer. God, I thank you that we here on this fellowship, God, we are yielding. We are yielding to your way. We are yielding to all the things you need to refine, to all the things you need to fine tune, To this, to this purification. I thank you, Father, for even the words that came from the merge. Prophet Arlene, she talked about the recal the grace for recalibration. God is wanting to purify, disinfect, filter things out of us. And I thank you that we are saying yes to remaining in you. And Holy Spirit, I ask that for those who, who might not still quite understand how do I remain, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would show and teach because despite what we know, what we think we know, we know nothing, Holy Spirit. So even in our remaining, if you wanna do it, if, if remaining in you is something new you wanna do in this season, if that's maybe just sitting with you quietly, journaling with you quietly, whatever it is, Holy Spirit, lead us, teach us how to remain in you in this season. We want to abide. We are saying yes to abiding in you. We don't want what the world has. We don't want it the way the world gets it. And we declare we will not be flickering lights. We're saying yes to your will and your way. We're yielding, I'm yielding. In Jesus' name. Any comments, questions, or concerns? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.